Yes, yes, it is DJ Ski from Dash Radio, and you are now listening to the number one South Asian radio station in the world. I'm talking about Ruckus Avenue Radio, Dash Radio's exclusive South Asian station. Let's go. I'm a doctor, a father, an American, an Indian. I've had conversations about life from every angle, and as I've navigated the South Asian experience, I share stories of people and their purpose, and what they're saying over and over again is, trust me, I know what I'm doing. I'm Abhay Dandekar, and on the next episode of Trust Me, I Know What I'm Doing, I'm joined by the versatile and talented actor, Priya Bapart. Stay tuned. So once again, thank you to everyone. I'm so grateful for your support and listening, and thanks for telling all your friends about this show, which airs every Monday, Tuesday on Ruckus Avenue Radio and through the Dash Radio app, and for subscribing to the podcast, and for following the show on social media at MyGoodFraint. And by the way, that's MyGood, F-R-A-I-N-D-T, spelled all as one word. So, you know, spelling it all out is important. Whether it's sharing your social media handle, or particularly when you're mapping out your pathway as an artist. In order to seek out and perfect new skills, you need to continue to sharpen those skills you already use, and along the way, take pause to understand the surprises, twists, and growth of any artistic journey. Recently, I was fortunate enough to have a conversation with Priya Bapart to take a moment to chat about her journey, and it's no surprise why so many are drawn to her talent. She's been acting since her early teen years, and her Marathi and Hindi film, television, and web series career has been highlighted by her tremendous and bold versatility, as well as her award-winning performances. She's also due to soon shoot an independent English language film directed by Aditya Kripalani, a first for her and certainly putting her in front of a slightly different audience. Just this past month, she's featured in two new season offerings as Zui, in the Marathi MX Player web series, Anik Kaihawa, and as Purnima Gaikwad in the Disney Hotstar series, City of Dreams. We chatted about being bold and blazing trails, about preparing for various roles and broadening her audience, but we started by chatting about lessons learned from the pandemic and how they translate to her own personal and professional journey. Priya, thank you so much for, for joining us. Thank you so much for inviting me. I've been asking a lot of people this, and of course, it's something that we've all gone through and it's affected every single component of our lives and, and ev- people everywhere have, have gone through some aspect of this. But for you in your personal and professional life, how has the pandemic really created some learning lessons for you? What, what major lessons have you learned either professionally or personally from this entire experience? I think the first thing that everyone learned was value your relationships more than money and material good, you know, because, um, and one thing that really helped me was my minimalistic lifestyle that I don't live a luxurious lifestyle here in India. I don't wish to have more can BMW and have like uh, three, four your flats in Mumbai. I don't wish that. As long as I've got one where I'm living and that's spacious enough and I have my people around me, I'm happy. 
in I'm a Maharashtrian, so I always say that if I get um, varan bhat, that's a very basic meal for every Maharashtrian. If I get that, then that's rice and dal. So if I get that for two times, I'm I'm sorted. I don't have any more expectations from or uh, any luxuries that I demand from life or from my career. Now I think that's what. made us survive this pandemic because this was the time especially these two years almost one and a half year that um, the first thing that they stop or you know ask you to um, you know not work is the entertainment industry mm. because entertainment is not is not your uh, basic necessity it's not a part of your livelihood it comes as a luxury so uh you know you go out to entertain yourself and that has to come last that cannot come first your food and your shelter and your medical uh all that is necessary but not entertainment and and that's the last thing to open up uh in right. india we still have an open theaters we still don't have malls which are open so yeah. it's it's a very very difficult situation um in terms of work but as i said the lifestyle that i live uh i think that also comes from where i come how my parents are and we have been brought up by my parents that's what makes it easy to survive these difficult times so you know you know two things come to mind with that right that entertainment as a luxury and yet entertainment is something that we all in some ways looked to provide some normalcy during right. such a strange time and then on top of that i wonder if some of these foundational things that you talk about were those always there for you and that this was just a, a continuation of being grateful for those or was this something that the pandemic really kind of amplified or magnified in that way for you it did amplify it for sure but it has always been like this for yeah. so many years i mean i would give you an example my father today I, I, of course i'm not of that uh i don't follow that anymore like i wouldn't go and catch a train every day for my uh you know reg- routine travel like that i have to travel uh, within the city i don't take a train because people will recognize me and it will be very difficult for me to travel because people sure. won't leave me without selfie that you be very chaotic so yeah. i don't travel by trains anymore i do have my own car and i i travel by my car but my father even if i give him a car and a driver he would still prefer to go by a bus or a train because that is faster and cheaper yeah so and i still live with my parents so i i kind of get that every day uh you know no, why do you want to spend money unnecessarily when you can save money so i think that saving money attitude comes from my parents and that has always been my lifestyle not only during the pandemic it it definitely amplified and helped me a lot in the pandemic to survive but that has always been like it yeah and, and it sounds it sounds like something that you know is a learned characteristic or a learned behavior from so long and and really thinking about the basics right whether it's money whether it's shelter whether it's food so it it sounds right. like you really in fact are not only just comfortable but you thrive mostly on the basics and maybe because of that that sustaining through this pandemic culture as an entertainer has been made that much easier or for that matter has been a reminder of how important that is to you um i think the kind of uh, profession i have chosen 
always gives me or always makes me face these times where i would not have work or i will not earn money mm. it's not like a routine uh, it's not like a everyday job and i it's not like a salary that i get every month right. so there are times when i have projects i earn there are, there have been months even even if there wasn't uh, any pandemic situation there have been months in my uh, career where i didn't have work yeah. and i still had to survive and it sounds like for you striking that balance it has instilled been instilled in you even before you started in this career and yeah, as hopefully we exit through the pandemic soon enough <laughs> uh it will be something that you continue again you've been in this profession for a while now even as a child or a, or a teen actor how does the success translate from being a child or a teen actor to really having a healthy professional career is there a transition that happens at some point where you're you're no longer really uh, in that child or teen space and that you're working now as an adult uh, in a profession that you know you've kind of matured into yeah you look at your professional more uh, seriously you look at you take your work very seriously and um, you know you try really hard to work on yourself so that you can do better in what you're doing yeah uh when i was a child or when i was in my teens i really didn't know i wanted to be an actor yeah and so i continued my studies i did my post graduation and after my post graduation is when i realized that oh my god i've studied enough but i still want to continue acting <laughs> right and that's how i got back to acting yeah so I think that's when I realized that if I want to survive if I want to be and if I want to be consistently good mm. it's not it's it's not going to happen uh, overnight I will have to work on myself I'll have to work on my craft I'll have to um, observe and you know criticize my own work and learn from my mistakes and that that will always be a continuous process for all my entire my lifetime because even today if i have uh, a big debut on ott if i have hindi shows where i'm uh, which is uh, an ott is not even national it, it becomes worldwide premiere yeah. it's like everyone in the in the world can watch you yeah and if you're doing that level of work then you better you know gear up and prepare yourself to perform good yeah. you know, to do good in your job because if, even if this is my passion it's eventually my job i'm doing this i'm working for somebody i get yeah. paid for it even though i love it i get paid for it and there's there's a kind of responsibility and and as you, a as a child or a teen is it such that you don't necessarily recognize the craft or the responsibility or even the yeah. ability for you to keep on perfecting it immediately is that something that you in order to be successful you really have to make that leap and that transition Yeah I think as a child I or till I decided that I want to do this I mean take this up as a career I I never paid attention to the craft or to the yeah. script I just I just followed what my directors told me right because I I didn't understand anything I never asked questions yeah uh, they just told me to do I mean perform in a certain way and I used to say those lines right and right. thankfully I was good at it so yeah. there was no <laughs> there was no uh you know i mean nobody said that oh my god who is this child who got her here and right. how, how is she acting nobody said that i mean 
uh, okay i always say this that how much ever hard work you do you have to have uh, you have to be blessed with some amount of talent sure. you can polish that and you can you know uh, be good in it or better uh, do a lot of things to be better but you at least have to have that spark in you if you don't have that then you can't really do anything right so as uh, there is a term in hindi in indian language that we say not anki it's being extremely dramatic yeah. and i've always been like that as a child extremely yeah. dramatic and not anki i don't know why i always used to i i i used i i used to act even as a child even yeah. in my family if i want something i'll do so i mean i don't know what uh, what that knack was but i had it in me right so i right. think from there i knew that um, i mean everybody in my family probably knew that probably she will land up uh, ended up being an actor because she's yeah. so much so good at it <laughs> she can act all the time she acts yeah. all the time well and so and i, I wonder... as a child i didn't re- i never realized that i have to work on the craft yeah but as you start uh, as i said as you start criticizing your own work yeah. the most important part for me is watching my own work on big screen because mm-hmm. that's when you realize that have you delivered what you wanted to deliver right you know because you might have thousand thoughts in your head that you want to do it this way and i want to express it this way but is it showing on your face yeah you will see it only when you see it on the screen Yeah. or on the monitor after the take and and that's when the working on the craft and you know the process and thought process and everything came into picture but that came very late yeah it's a transition or a leap that has to be made yeah. that in in sure and i wonder that then as you age and as you mature and as you develop as an actor as someone in the entertainment industry do you become more comfortable then with your mistakes do you become yes. more comfortable in saying look i yes in fact i hope i make some mistakes so that i can learn from it so that i can evolve yes. and and grow professionally yes 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 absolutely i i believe in the fact that there is nothing called perfection yeah one cannot be perfect and one should not be perfect because the moment you are perfect that's the end yeah you cannot achieve anything after that because you're perfect and right. i don't want to be perfect so yeah. Yeah. Well, and and is that the is that the tragic ending of a career the moment that you either either think that you're perfect and you stop actually gaining that kind of thirst to improve Absolutely and yeah. and also because you start thinking that I'm great Right you know I I I've heard this that people always say that it's always good to be a student you know that learning nature you always have to be a student Yes. I really appreciate that I haven't I haven't seen uh, uh, Amitabh Bachchan's work very closely I haven't seen him I've only followed it on screen big screens right. but he can consistently do good work and perform better only if he has that hunger of doing something different every time right right okay tomorrow if he otherwise he, he wouldn't have experimented so much with his roles and craft and sure. choices sure. that he makes You're listening to Trust Me, I Know What I'm Doing. After a quick break, we'll come back and rejoin our conversation with Priya Bapart. Stay tuned.
Malika Sharawat. You're listening to Ruckus Avenue Radio, the world's number one South Asian radio station. Welcome back to Trust Me, I Know What I'm Doing. Let's rejoin our conversation with actor Priya Bapad. I'm so curious, you're, you're married to an actor and has, has the idea of, you know, col- not just the collaboration or even the discussions that you have on a personal level, how much does that added set of eyes on your career and vice versa, how, how does that add to your professional growth? having someone else who's also kind of going through it at the same time. It helps a lot. Yeah. It's an advantage. I mean, uh, the first thing my parents were worried about when I told them about my husband, uh, that he's a, he is from the same field and the same profession. Yeah. And he said that your field is so uncertain. You don't know what if both of you won't have work. How will you earn? What will you do? Right. And we said, we don't know that. I mean, we probably will figure out what to do with the uh, financial part of uh, life. But uh, I think it will be a good partnership if you have someone who understands your work and who understands your schedules, the needs of your profession, which are way too different. I don't think if I had any um, engineer, doctor or uh, a professor or I don't know, a scientist, I don't know, anybody yeah. who would understand the needs that, uh, you know, intimacy is a very, 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 very important factor when you uh, become an actor, vulnerability and intimacy, right. both. Right. And I think to be able to um, do that without any hesitation or without any discomforts or any other thoughts, what will my family think? Yeah. What will happen if I do this and when I go back home? How will they react? Yeah. You will never be able to perform with all these thoughts in your head. It's, it's so, almost as if you have, thankfully, because of that relationship, a licensure, pa- a pass, if you will, to say, yes, here, you know, here's someone else who can share what that vulnerability feels like. I know that because my wife is also a doctor and it makes a huge difference when we have conversations or we're trying to adjust our own professional growth and, and bounce ideas off of each other. It's just, it, I mean, for lack of a better way to put it, it's just nice. Yes, it is. So uh, as you rightly said, it just helps you grow. Yeah. It helps you grow. Yeah. Uh, because I, I, beyond the point, I can't discuss my profession with my parents and neither with my friends. With my, 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 my friends, I don't have any friends from the fraternity. I have all my friends who are CA, who are either doing some marketing thing or MBAs or something like that. But right. the kind of problems and the kind of uncertainties and the kind of uh, uh, difficulties we face in our field I would not be able to discuss this with anybody else other than my husband because he understands and he's a part of uh, the same profession and the fraternity. So he understands everything that I'm saying. And also without giving any um, decision, he can still give me his opinion. And that's what we follow. We, We give each other our own opinions, but we never tell each other what the decision will be. We always take our own decision and that helps. I wonder also if those who are so close to you and know you, you know, for a long time or really know the inner workings of Priya Bapard at the same time, who are not your husband, do they also um, give you the feedback and the constructive praise and criticism 
that since no one else can, because they know you so well, um, that that makes just as much of a difference in a different way. Yes, yes, absolutely. But this is there is an also example I'll I'll share that that how your uh, friends and family, uh, you know, stand with you by you every time with yeah. with the choices that you make because the. Uh, the show that I did, uh, the first season of City of Dreams, which is on yeah. Hotstar, um, I've played a character of a lesbian. Yeah. Uh, and I have had scenes uh, with a girl, which yeah. were very intimate. Yeah. And those got viral. Those clips got viral. Sure. And um, we didn't know what to do because I don't expect people to judge my performance or my character on the basis of that one minute clip that you see. I want you to watch all the 10 episodes. I want you to watch the season and then tell me whether it is, you know, whether you like it or you don't like it. Don't tell me whether it is right or wrong because right and wrong is different for every individual. Of course. So you can, you can say that whether you like it or you don't like it, I will accept it. Yeah. But the clip got viral and I was so disturbed and all my friends, including my uh, father and my mother, said that if you don't think you have done anything wrong, just do not listen to people. We are proud of you. Yeah. No matter what, we are proud of you. You have, you have voiced those people who in India still are, um, you know, they still don't have that freedom. Yeah. Yeah. And I got not only from my friends and family, when you do some such work where you need support, I got so much love from the LGBTQ community. I can't right. tell you that. Right. So much love. Yeah. And I think these things really matter. But this is the time when you also realize who are your true friends and your true supporters. Which, which again, comes, like you said, with that just unquestioned support that can probably yeah. only be there from those who know you so well, your friends, your family, yeah. your, your spouse. Tell me a little bit about that. You know, this was certainly um, uh, a set of experiences that build as you portrayed Purnima in, in City of Dreams. And, and we, you know, we've been talking about lessons learned and, and how you keep perfecting. And, you know, so, so this character, this was one that, you know, has now evolved over two sort of seasons of this particular show. But are there some lessons that you've taken away, not just professionally, but even personally from the, the character that you're, that you're portraying? Have there been any, you know, sort of aha moments or surprises from, you know, that you've recognized personally from, from portraying this character? I don't know, because I, I am so different from what Purnima is. I am not an introvert person. I am not that. I am, I am strong. I am ambitious. I am um, very hardworking and honest. Yeah. But I don't have that. I'm not that composed and calm and poised woman at all. At yeah. all. I am the one happy-go-lucky girl who is high on life. <laughs> so I am way different from what Punima is. So there are a lot of things that I can learn from her. Yeah. But I still love the way I am. <laughs> Has it been an experience in that way then to, to say, hey, here's someone who, whose characteristics you maybe aspire to become more of and in, in your personal life, have you, have you felt any crossover um, in that way? Of, With Purnima? You know, yeah. No, I don't aspire to become Purnima Gaikwad at all. <laughs> Not at all. 
Yeah, even behaving with, you know, that poise or that confidence or that ability to, to you know, yeah, sort of confidence, yourself. The confidence I have. I just, I just like the fact that how balanced she is. Ah. But I also feel that if I will try and incorporate that, those characteristics in me, yeah. I will change my original true nature and I will become somebody mm. else, which I don't want to become. Right, right. And I mean, as then in the professional sense, as this has been a growing role, um, have there been some of these challenges that you've said, wow, this, you know, can actually be a growth opportunity now as you keep portraying this role, as the role develops, as it, as it even matures in some ways in front of your own eyes as you keep uh, going in this particular series? I think right from the first day, you know, keeping aside who I am and becoming Purnima was itself like a long, long journey for me. Yeah. You know, uh, more than from the first to second season or more mm. than from like now from second to third, if we do the third season. Yeah. I think from, uh, you know, differentiating her from what I am yeah. and still making her very original and real and honest and ambitious was a was a very difficult challenge mm. because as I said that I, I am not I am not that calm and composed I literally I literally stopped talking to people I was staying all alone at home I watched only stuff that would help me um, understand her psychology or I did I took a lot of YouTube sessions of where they talk about uh, body language of politicians. I watch a lot of films. I read a lot of books. And I try to talk as less as possible. Because yeah. Purnima doesn't talk much. She right. talks only when it is necessary. Uh, we I, I, worked on the... I, I'm, yeah, curious, I'm curious about that then. Did, did, that, did that make you a better listener? A better observer? That process? It made me a better observer for sure. Yeah. It did. It did. But as I said, I can't be that person forever. Yeah. yeah. I mean, of course, I, I love to listen to stories. I love to, uh, you know, have, have a conversation, but I love to have a conversation. I'm not, I'm not only a listener. Yeah. I, I love to know more. So then I also share a few things and then I want the other person also to share. Right. As a collaboration almost. Right, right. I'm not somebody who will just sit there and be, uh, you know, just be a good listener and listen to what you have to say. Right. No. I, I definitely try and be a good observer because that helps uh, helps any actor. Right. To right. pick pick uh, characteristics or you know body language or mannerisms or anything that you can incorporate in your work. But yeah, this is. This, this precisely was a journey of Purnima. After that, once I did the first season, then it was easy. Because then I had spent time with her. I knew her. It was very right. easy to... It, you have something, some foundation to build upon. Right. In, in that same respect, you know, I'm curious how in your profession um, or from your lens and perspective on things, does throughout your career, has each role... Do you approach it in the kind in the kind of way that it's a fresh new role? You have to really uh, invest yourself into that role and grow into it so you can emote and really own it. And is each one completely different, or is there some kind of additive quality to each one that you know your 
uh, success in portraying Purnima is perhaps due to the success that you've had in playing roles before that. And each one kind of builds upon itself as you keep going. Is, is there a difference between the two? Do you, do you think one or the other has been the case or is it kind of a blend of all of that? I think it's a blend of all of that. Yeah. You can't just pick one and say it's this or that. Yeah. Because uh, it's not only your professional growth, it's also your personal growth. What I was five years back or 10 years back as, as, as a person or an individual and what, who I am, uh, be it my ideology, my morals, my thoughts, my opinions about anything, everything has changed. I know for that fact that what I was three years back, forget five years, what I was three years back and what I think about issues three years later is completely different. Yeah. Um, the more you travel, the more you're exposed to um, the world, your opinion changes. And that also changes the way you look at your characters. Yeah. Uh, if somebody would have approached me with Purnima Gaikwad, say about seven years back, I don't think I would have, I had that capacity to portray this. Huh. I think it's always the right time. I always say this, that Pakas Parsha uh, was my Marathi film, which was a very, very, very popular film. Yeah. In that, uh, in, in that film, I played a, a woman who loses her husband right on the first, I mean, not the first day, but kind of the first right. day of yeah. uh, their marriage. And she doesn't know what the marriage and how the life after marriage is. She has no experience of that. Yeah. I did that film. I shot that film right after the first month of I Got Married. Uh, so I exactly knew what life she is missing. I exactly, uh, even though me and Umesh were in a relationship for a long time before we got married, still a life after marriage is different what, uh, different than what you have lived before. Sure. So I exactly knew what that happy new marriage life for, for a new bride would be and what right. she was missing. Yeah. I would not be able to do it now because now I'm, like, it's been 10 years to my marriage. So right. now I feel very different about marriage as a sister. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. yeah no, no, like you said, the timing of things, the, the placeholder that it has in your personal or your professional development matters a lot, right? And, and as you said, the idea of playing that character right as you also had um, gotten married versus today when you're 10 years into your marriage do other parts that are similar matter for that? You're, you're going to be uh, in an English language film and the idea of being able to develop the character maturity or portray some of those emotions or, or be authentic the same way that you would in a Marathi or a Hindi film. Does it matter whether or not you've had some of these experiences, quote unquote, in English to be able to do the same kind of thing? I think this was the first question I asked my director when he <laughs> approached me with a phone and he said that uh, it's okay, it's going to be in English. Yeah. I said, oh my God, this is going to be exciting, but English is not my first language. Right. It's not my first language. It's, it's okay. I mean, I, I always believe that language is a, is a, is a medium yeah. to convey all your emotions and messages. What you, what the story that you want to tell is more important. Yeah. And languages can be worked on. It's not a problem. Yeah. Uh, you, um, the worst case is that I might fail and they might have to do like five takes and six takes. But nothing more than that. <laughs> I always wonder that, you know, um, your, your mother tongue 
your is slightly different than your learned languages. But then, if you if you were to start speaking English or German or French or or a native Indian language, the more and more you practice it, when you start dreaming about that language, then it becomes something that you're sort of you know unknowingly thinking about. And you know, do you have yeah. to do that kind of study and preparation and and real immersion before you take on a role like this to in order to be authentic? Um, I don't know, but okay. So I haven't started my preparations for this role yet because we are nowhere close to going on floor because of the pandemic. We don't know okay. when we'll start shooting. Yeah. So I can't really tell you about the process of about of this particular role, but I can tell you how I worked and really worked hard on my English. Yeah. <laughs> don't laugh at me. I have studied in a Marathi medium school, and. I was a person who could not pronounce cold. I, I used to pronounce cold, wold, and shul. So that, with that bad English, till today, I think I have achieved a lot. <laughs> so I think I, your I think your cold, wold, and shul might be, <laughs> uh, might be somewhat comparable to maybe my Marathi in the reverse angle. So I think I think we're even in that way. I think it's just it's just the amount of time you spend. with that language yeah or it's it, i think that's the case with anything yeah um i started reading a lot um a lot of novels and books and um you know a lot of literature in english because i wanted to improve my english yeah i started i i made it a point that i will watch films without subtitles i'll right. try and understand the accent because i want to hear what they are saying and yeah. understand and not read because reading is little easier you you know and it's and and the subtitles are never the entire dialogues a lot of times it's a gist of what they're saying yeah you know you may not fit in everything that they're saying i i wonder though i you know if you are thinking about the diversity of your roles right whether it's the diversity of character or that language Does each new role allow you to empathize a little bit different now with a new audience member? Right, you can share have have that shared experience of you know that person whose native language is in English, and it's it just broadens the the scope and the breadth oh. of the audience that you're that you're reaching. Absolutely, absolutely, and that's that exactly was the reason why I said yes. Yeah. I said that however difficult will this be for me to. perform in a in a i would say a foreign language though english is very common in india i would still call it a foreign language because not everyone here speaks english not everyone here understands english and not all the schools are english we have we have english as a subject yeah but there are still schools which uh, which primarily teach everything in mother tongues like no. it could be tamil it could be telugu it could be kannada it could be marathi it could be hindi it could be any language Yeah. So um yes, yes to answer that. Yeah. You're listening to Trust Me, I know what I'm doing. After a quick break, we'll come back and rejoin our conversation with Priya Bapert. Stay tuned.
का हो Welcome back to Trust Me, I Know What I'm Doing. Let's rejoin our conversation with actor Priya Bapad. In the same way, you know, you, you mentioned this earlier, and I, I find it um, incredibly heartening and for that matter, very proud that you've been such a keen advocate for the LGBT community and that these themes are kind of showcased through your characters. Are you hopeful that, that one day that the magnifying lens that is put on roles like this eventually just normalize out and the social maybe result of watching a presentation or a production or a film that highlights this or even as has this as part of its its theme or its plot just normalizes the kind of universal human emotion or the the character traits that that everyone experiences, regardless of of their preferences or their orientation, is that the hopeful eventual goal? I'm hoping, and it's changing. I'm very positive about it. It's changing. I mean, if you see the kind of uh, presence of any gay character in films used to be, yeah. Earlier, they started making fun of those people and then they started accepting it and now you know there are shows like for example city of dreams where yeah. your protagonist is lesbian yeah so and and not only a protagonist now she's also a chief minister of maharashtra so you're you're setting up an example where you're saying that this is this is what we see as normal life and this right. is how we expect the society to behave or to think yeah i think times are changing uh, it, of course it will take time but uh, i'm very positive about it i'm very positive let me ask you this uh, you're you're a mumbaikar you're a marathi <laughs> uh, you're indian but also you're someone who acts um, as you mentioned that ott productions come you you act and you you create your art or you present your art on a global um, stage is it vital to recognize each of those components when you are you know developing your career and growing your your career as it unfolds that you know hey every time i approach a new role there's an element of this that reminds me that i'm a mumbaikar that i'm marathi that i'm indian um and also a global citizen mm, okay I I think there are things that are there are part of your conditioning and the way you are brought up that you can't change that keeps popping up that every time especially I'll I'll give you a very small example um when we were shooting for city of dreams I had to like like we are talking about english I also had to work on my hindi mm. because how maharashtrians speak hindi is different than how a north indian would speak hindi yeah so every time though it, yeah i mean there are there are a lot of things where where this comes in picture like the way you look yeah the way you stand um 
where your schooling was if i was born and brought up in delhi i probably would have been a completely different person yeah coming from maharashtra coming from a middle class family yeah i i have a different i was born in a different ideology yeah i was born i was you know i was told uh, different thoughts which were i would say that at that point of time you you don't know what to do but follow so you yeah. blindly follow everything that's going on in your family and right. then you realize whether you want it or you don't want it at the age of 20 25 that's when you start to make your own choices right but still every time because you have spent 25 years in that uh you know with those uh, thoughts and with that kind of a lifestyle or that upbringing that keeps coming up yeah now it's a fight whether you want to um you know kind of continue having them as your thoughts you know you want to comfort them or you don't want to uh you don't want to follow it you want to change it it's up to you but that's that's it comes every time like for example if i have to play a muslim character yeah i first have to think twice 100 times to make myself look like i'm muslim yeah because i know that from head to toe i look maharashtrian yeah the the way i speak is very maharashtrian right and you can't change that it it pops up every time but that's where your hard work and things come in picture where you have to work on it Yeah. for the other person to at least create an impression that you are this character and you don't carry all that baggage with you well and i wonder as your as your career continues to develop you take on roles that are different you enter into a stage that is not just simply playing to a mumbai crowd but is global yeah where there there's actually some pride in saying that you know yes i i approach this role whether they're a it's an english role whether it's a muslim role whether it's a a role of someone who is you know in a different country um i approach it from the vantage point that i'm a mumbai grown uh, marathi indian uh, actor see i would say that there are a lot of advantages of uh, being born and uh, you know having a secured life and secured childhood yeah so of course i mean there are i mean these are the points that i told you that i think an actor when you reach at that particular point you need to work on there are there are times when you feel that oh i'm glad that i'm from the city and that's why i'm exposed to so many good things and that helps me uh you know that helps me portray this character better right i'm i'm so curious about one thing you know when you think and reflect upon the things that you do and your professional life and how you you carry your your personal life and as you shared really sort of crave the foundational things and the basics uh of that w- when you leave a presentation and maybe it's an audience who's watching your presentation maybe it's a gathering of producers or or people who are in the craft or even your your family members when you leave those rooms and and leave those people behind what do you hope they say about you what do you hope uh are some of the impressions that people leave with as sort of lasting impressions of who you are and what your work is oh god i've never given thought <laughs> i've never thought about this i don't know what to say 
I, I, I mean, you know, when, when you walk away, when you walk away from a conversation with even a, a stranger or someone you might be meeting for the first time, yeah. what, what do you? How do you hope that they that they feel about you after you've left? I obviously want them to feel good about me. <laughs> I obviously want them to say that. Oh, she's talented. Oh, she's very hardworking. Oh, she's very honest. Who who would like? Who would not like that? Right. No one's going to say, "Boy, I just met the biggest <laughs> exactly. jerk in the world." Exactly. But that might be the last conversation you ever have with them. Are, are there signatures or or lasting impressions that you hope they'll take away from their only meeting ever with Priya Bapat? I think. I think I've, I mean I've heard this a lot from my friends um, when I I mean later when we discussed this that this was the first impression they had about me that uh, I'm extremely positive when somebody when I meet somebody I just I just welcome them with all warmth and compassion no matter what yeah uh, whether I know them I don't know them doesn't matter and that genuinely doesn't matter to me. because i love people i think what i really would like to uh, you know invest in is people i don't invest in money i don't invest in anything else but i think people is my asset having my own people around me is is something that i really uh, would like to be that way forever so yeah even if i'm meeting anybody outside i make sure that this, the person sitting in front of me is comfortable i will make sure that the person when i leave at least they would have they, i mean at least i would i would love to have a smile on their face when i meet so if i can create that impression and i would like them to have that impression about me priya i think your positivity and the assets that you've been bringing to everyone as an actor and as a person we're all very grateful for thank you so much for joining us Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Wonderful. Thanks so much again, Priya. Everyone listen up. If you haven't received your vaccine yet, please do so as soon as possible or find out more information about it through a trusted source like the World Health Organization or your national health authorities like the CDC here in the states. Programming note, our next episode won't air for another 2 weeks till August 30th because Thai goes off to college next week. Go Bears, by the way. And I'm likely going to be a weepy mess. So a break is in order to merely compose myself. Till next time, I'm Abhay Dandekar. Because every story told is a lesson learned. Because every lesson learned is a story waiting to be told. I'm Abhay Dandekar, and I share stories about South Asian people and their purpose. And what they're saying over and over again is, "Trust me, I know what I'm doing." Hear it every Monday, Tuesday on Ruckus Avenue Radio or wherever you get your podcast. Tu ani paus ekaj maalyeche mani. Kadhi sukhad dhakke deta tar kadhi dolyat pani. कधी वाट पाहायला लावता कधी अचानक समोर येता कधी चिडीत चुक बसता तर कधी धडाधड कोसळता रागवल्यावर सरप्राईज देता नसता ध्यानी मनी तू आणि पाऊस 
एकाच माळेचे म्हणी तो पडेल म्हणून आठवणीने छत्री सोबत न्यायची तसंच तू भेटणार म्हणून मनाची पूर्वतयारी करायची आणि मग असे टांग देतात जसं काही ठरवलंच नव्हतं कुणी तू आणि पाऊस एकाच माळेचे म्हणी मग राग येतो वाटत तुमचं माझं जमेना पण आठवणीत हरवून गेल्यावर जाणवत तुझ्या वाचून करमेना असा मस्का लावता भेटून जशी काही मी राजाची राणीच तू आणि पाऊस एकाच माळेचे म्हणी दोघांमधलं एक साम्य मला खूप आवडत चिंब भिजून जायला मन तुम्हालाच निवडत आणि मग सहज कविता सुचतात येतात उठांवरती गाणी तू आणि पाऊस एकाच माळेचे म्हणे कोई धन है क्या 
तेरी धूल से बढ़के तेरी धूप से राशन तेरी हवा पे जिंदा तू बाग है मेरा मैं तेरा परिंदा